Hey, I'm Sarah. And I'm Kelsey. We spend about 80% of our time talking about Disney. And the other 20% of the time waiting for someone else to bring it up so we can talk about it more. So we started a podcast where we can talk all things Disney all the time. Welcome to the Happy Travel Podcast. Welcome back to Happy Travel Podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Kelsey. We are excited to have you guys joining us again this week. I don't even know what number episode that we are on, so I can't. Eight? I think it's eight. eight. We're getting up there. Um, Plus a bonus episode, so really this is the ninth one we've recorded. We're almost at ten. That's exciting. We'll have to celebrate. We'll have to go to Disney to celebrate. (laughs) Wait, we already are. (laughs) Okay, yay. (laughs) So uh, today we're excited to come back with our an opinion episode. The last two, if you haven't listened already, I would highly suggest listening, especially if you are going to be going to um, Disney anytime in the near future. We did one um, going over Genie Plus, Lightning Lane, Individual Lightning Lane, all of that. And then we did another one, um, kind of a review of Skyliner Resorts. They were just very informative, kind of just putting information out there, talking through some things um, that would be at the top of your list if you're trying to, you know, plan a trip. But today we're back with telling you some of our favorite things. Um, So we're going to go through... Magic Kingdom today and tell you we have a bunch of categories that we've chosen and we're going to tell you our personal favorites just to kind of give you some things to think about if you're heading to Magic Kingdom or when you're heading to Magic Kingdom, just some things that you know, um, kind of our recommendations, I guess, of our favorites. Of course, these come from us trying just about everything. So there's a lot that you should still try as well, but these are our top favorites. But before that, of course, Kelsey is going to make me play a game. So yes, I am. This is cute. It's a good one, but um, it it's going to take a little bit of thinking. So it says name a Disney character for each letter of your first name. And I mean, I'm assuming it means like that has to start with the first letter. Well, I'm going to have to write my name out. I know I'm writing mine too. (laughs) So it's basically an acrostic poem with uh, With, Disney characters. Yeah. Okay. And we both have repeating letters in our first name but we can't have to do repeat character yeah okay okay so my name is sarah obviously with an h at the end um so but h's are ill yeah <laughs> um s for s i put snow white not that she's really like a favorite or even that the movie is a favorite but it's just like the vibe yeah, yeah, and it's you'll find out it's a top ride of mine and the dwarfs. It's just, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, and then A, Ariel, um, R, Rapunzel. Those are my classics. And then the next A, I put Alex Russo because I love me some Wizards of Waverly Place. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that kind of Disney. <gasps> Maybe I need to redo my list. Yeah. Oh, no. I, that was one of the ones I used to watch when I was, like, 20. And oh my, my husband gosh. would be like, what are you doing? And I'm like. And then H, this should be the most obvious. Uh, Can you guess my H? Oh, my gosh. No. Now, of course, I've suddenly forgotten everybody that starts with an H. Don't tell me. Hannah Montana. Yes. (laughs) Now that I know you went in that direction. Probably my favorite (laughs) Disney channel or Disney character ever. So makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Mine are really based off of uh, 
my kid and what she likes. And that's how these names came to mind. Um, so for K, I have, oh, my name's Kelsey, K-E-L-S-E-Y. Uh, for K, I have Kristoff. For oh, E, funny. I have Eugene, which not a lot of people know is Flynn Rider's real name. Yeah. That's a good L, one. I have Lilo, which um, Mila used to not be able to say Lilo. So she would call her kind of Yeo, but then it turned into like Yaya. And she couldn't say Stitch. And so it was Sits or an, another word that I'm not going to say. And so she would say, <laughs> Mommy, Yaya and Sits. I want to watch Yaya and Sits. I'd be like, you mean Lilo and Stitch? And she'd be like, yeah, that's what I said. And I'm like, okay. Um, for S, I have Sebastian, which if you have not seen the new trailer for the Little Mermaid movie that's coming out May 26th, then you need to go watch it. It's so good. And it has so much more... Um, like content than like what we've been getting. It's like the first real one where we get to see the storyline and you get to see Melissa McCarthy as um, Ursula. And oh. it's just, it's good. It's good. You have to go watch it. Um, now my second E is Elsa. And then my Y is Yzma. I just love Yzma. She's the best. <laughs> that was fun. So let us yeah. know what you would uh, choose for your Disney acrostic poem, I guess. This week, like I said, we are going to go through Magic Kingdom. We've got some different categories picked out, and we're going to go through um, and and come up – well, not come up with. We have already come up with. We know. But we're just <laughs> going to tell you our favorite thing for each because these are things that you might be looking for when you're planning your trip. And so we'll just tell you – like I said, we've experienced a lot, and we have our favorites, and we're going to tell you what they are and why. So – the first category we have is Thrill Ride. Um, now, Thrill Ride is – Disney has different, I feel like, categories of rides when we talk about it. Some are I, – I call them, like, your, like, entertainment rides. Like, they're really just for sitting there and, like, looking, and they usually don't have um, a height requirement. But then the Thrill Rides are going to be your bigger ones, your roller coasters, which – Disney is still just so family friendly. So I always tell people when they're like, oh, we don't, you know, I don't know about roller coasters. It's not Six Flags. We're in Texas. So we have Six Flags close. They don't have Six Flags roller coasters. Disney does not have any really big roller coasters. I think the high, the tallest height requirement, we've gone over this before. I want to say it's rock and roller coaster and it's like, is it 50 something? 48, I think. 48. Yeah. Is that it? So that's there's the tall, nothing so that's taller there's than that. There's nothing I don't that's think. tall. I also tell people you can kind of base your um your like ride intensity based on how you're strapped in the ride. So most of Disney's <laughs> thrill rides are just a lap bar. So if it's just a lap bar coming down, you're not gonna go upside down. It's not gonna be anything super intense. When you have those over the shoulder like drop down, which would be your rock and roller coaster, those are going to be more intense. Um as far as the the thrill and the the ride and you know the drops or or loops or whatever might be there. Uh so for thrill ride, Kelsey, you want to go first and share your favorite thrill ride? Sure. Uh mine is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It's just like the most, I guess, roller coastery, I feel like. And it's just it's got like a cute theme. It's got a cute vibe. I love the area that it's in, so I would choose that one as my my favorite thrill ride in Magic Kingdom, not overall. <laughs> right. I do. I love Big Thunder Mountain, too, and I think one of the 
it's not my favorite. I'm just adding into Kelsey's. One of the reasons I like Big Thunder Mountain so much is it's such a long ride. Like it, it'll surprise you. It's like you go and you think it's about to end, but really you're only halfway through and there's so much left. So it definitely makes um, any amount of time that you have to wait in line. It makes it totally worth it because it is such a long ride. So you get to enjoy it um, for a while. And of course it's a lap bar ride. Uh, so then my favorite thrill ride at Magic Kingdom, and I'm saying this without having ridden Tron yet so things could completely change once we go and ride tron but um my favorite is seven dwarfs mine train so this is going to be your snow white themed roller coaster before tron it was actually the newest roller coaster at magic kingdom um i think you can kind of tell in the ride that it's so new and updated because it is so smooth the it's one of the smoothest roller coasters that i have ridden um and the like barrels that you're sitting in they they are obviously attached to the like the car, but they also swings kind of sideways. So it gives you a little bit more. You can actually make them move more if you want. Like if you rock, it'll make them move more. So sometimes, depending on who I ride with, like my husband and my kids, they like to do that to make it go. But just kind of adds like something little fun to it. And then, of course, I mean, who doesn't love hi-ho? <laughs> it's like the best part. It's the best part of the ride. I love the diamond, like the, the gems in the mine cave. Um, the so jemmies. Oh, yes. The, the jemmies. So it's super fun. It always has a really high wait time because of those reasons, um, which is why we'll, and I'm sure we'll do another episode later to talk about it, but one of the main reasons that I love parties and after hours events is because you'll get a reduced wait time on those rides. It's also the individual lightning lane for Magic Kingdom, and it is 1,000 times worth it. So I always recommend to people, yes, yes, pay for it. Buy the individual lightning lane for Seven Doors. It's one of the best rides. For sure. I mean, I have not ridden that ride in actually a very long time or Big Thunder Mountain because the past couple times we've gone – there was like a long wait or I was pregnant. So I'm excited to go back and ride these rides for the first time in like maybe five years. That's a very long time. It's That's crazy. so sad. I know. I know. We're going to, we're pretty much going to be doing our own like day of thrills tour. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, over the weekend, but yeah, hitting up all those big rides that, you, especially that you have not ridden in yeah. so long. Yeah. That'll be exciting. So our next category is family rides. Like I said, there's kind of, I always, uh, you know, look at them in two categories, the thrill rides, the bigger rides, and then kind of an entertainment ride, or we'll call them boat rides. Cause a lot of them are on a boat and you just like, <laughs> there's like, it's like you're on a boat or you're in, I love all of the ones that are themed like a, like a movie. And you're just kind of riding through the storyline of the movie. Those are super fun. Um, and those are always really good. So for a family ride, my favorite family ride at Magic Kingdom is Haunted Mansion. Um, it's just a classic. I don't – I actually – which is kind of ironic because I don't like anything like – I don't like ghosts at all. Like I, it makes my skin crawl in real life. So, I mean, it's a good thing they're not real, but, but it's just, it's a classic. It's one of the best. Like it's just a, such a good theming. And when we would take the boys when they were, when we first were going and they were younger and the first time, you know, this is where we kind of started that whole talk of Disney is not scary. They really don't do anything to scare you. Like there's not going to be anything that is gory, scary. I mean, 
Universal has like horror haunted. Uh, what is it? Universal Horror Nights. I should know this, but Halloween they have <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Um, they have Halloween Horror Nights, which is like I've heard it is super gory and scary. Um, which my my boys are all over that now. But Disney doesn't really do anything that's super scary, but we like to call it spooky. So I tell my kids when we we're little, you know, it's not scary. You're not going to be scared, but they might have something that's like ooh spooky, which is just kind of a fun spooky vibe um the reason it's called mickey's not so scary halloween party so haunted mansion i think goes right into that it's not scary but it is intended to be spooky and it's got the ghost but it's kind of a silly ghost uh i don't know environment (laughs) i don't know it's fun though it's just it's just a classic it's just one that you have to ride through um they actually the haunted mansion at Disneyland, which I know I'm not a huge Disneyland person, but at Christmas, it is super cool because they have this whole um, night, like Nightmare Before Christmas overlay throughout the whole thing. And it's like they have like glow in the dark, different stuff. It was so cool. So that was really fun to get to ride that, too, because, again, it's a classic at both parks. So it's definitely one that you can't miss. And I would say don't worry about your kids being scared, but have that conversation with them of it's not going to be scary, but it is going to be spooky. There might be some things that are spooky, but it's just fun. It's just pretend. And Disney wouldn't do anything to really scare you. Yeah, and there's, there's like nothing that like jumps out at you and tries to like get you or anything like that. Right. And I do like that going into the ride, you have like the tombstones outside and stuff. And so like that was easy for us to have a conversation like, well, you're going to see some ghosts. And like to her, especially at a younger age, like what are ghosts? She doesn't know what that means. You know, like she's not – she doesn't know to be scared of ghosts. And then you walk in and like everything's like dark and they try to be kind of creepy, I guess. Like, yeah, like spooky. But, like, there's, like- yeah, but like there's nothing that's going to like come at you. And so like when we were on the ride, we were just like, oh, look at that part. Oh, look at what they're doing there. Do you see any more ghosts? And she was like pointing out the ghosts and like she thought it was cool. And then like the dancing scene, which is Sarah's favorite. favorite. I was pointing yep. it out to her. Then when we went in August, it broke down and we got to see it with the lights on. So it made it even less spooky, which was nice. So hopefully she's definitely not afraid of that ride. Um, But for me, my favorite. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say there's a book, like a children's book of the Haunted Mansion. And it's like it's this it's it is like the ride, like it's a book of the ride. And so if you really thought that your kid might be, you know, like scared or spooked, or if you just want to get them hyped for your trip, that would be something cool that you could get off of Amazon um, to get, you know, something like that to get them going. And although this is not a parenting podcast, I'm going to go ahead and throw <laughs> my my child development side <laughs> out there. Your kids are going to react in the way that you do. Like they're going to feed off of you. So if you're going into it thinking this is going to be scary or whatnot, they're going to react that way. But if you go into it like, oh my gosh, look at that. Look at the ghost dancing. You know, this is not scary scary. It's spooky. It's a spooky, you know, scene. It's a spooky place, but it's not scared and it's nothing to be afraid of. Like you're not going to get hurt. Nothing's going to happen to you. It's just a spooky, it's just something spooky and fun. Yeah. And I think that helps with the ride that I'm chose because um i think that's how i mean you could do that with any ride anywhere or anything in general um but my favorite family ride is dumbo i honestly i think i had never ridden it before um we went when mila was like two and a half i really don't think i'd ever ventured back there and been like i want to ride dumbo because i think in my mind i was like that's just a kid ride like whatever um, no, it's amazing. And I'm sad I never wrote it before. She had so much fun. And then we kept writing it because she loved it so much. And we wrote it 
as the fireworks were happening. And I have this video of like her face as she's riding Dumbo and we're like going up and down and like flying through the air. And she's got like the fireworks just like playing over her face. And it is just the sweetest video. She's just making the cutest noises. She's so excited. And I feel like with those rides too, like if you don't know much about Dumbo, it's like, I don't even know how to describe what kind of ride it is, but you're in like a, an elephant and you're flying. And so the, the elephant that you're in, it goes up and down while it spins in a circle and they're all like flying through the air. And there are a few other rides that are similar to that as well. Like Astro Orbiter, which that one you have to like ride an elevator to go up. So you're I even higher in the air. Don't that's the, like one of the few rides I can't Staten begged and begged and it's begged good. to ride that. I can't, it made me sick. Like, I don't oh, you know why. Didn't like it? It gave me, like, motion sickness, which I – that doesn't normally happen. That's funny because I, I was pregnant and I was fine. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But, I mean, I was like – like, you know, I write anything except for teacups yeah. because those will make me sick. No, I and so I was those. like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll write Astro Orbiter with you. So we wrote it and I was like, oh, this is I, – I don't know if it was, like, just being up there and seeing everything and it kind of I, – I don't know. But – <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's very similar. There's also um Aladdin. Yeah. The carpet rides are just yes. like that too. Like yes, and she loves that one. Yeah, whenever they're just so fun they are, and they're a classic. Also, yeah. I mean, all the all of these are classics. But whenever we went, um, one of the first times we went with my nieces, and one of my nieces, my my older my nieces that are the same age as my boys, the younger one, she wasn't really into writing a whole lot of stuff. But oh my gosh, she loved Dumbo. So we like we left and we were like, that is her like that's her favorite ride. I think she probably wrote it ten times at least. Like we'd all go ride something, and her mom would take her back to ride Dumbo. <laughs> She'll ride it all now. She likes it all now. But that that first time we went, she was really unsure but she loved her some dumbo it's a good ride it really and um which we did not go to this section because we were there at a time where like the line was super short so we honestly just went and walked right on to dumbo and then like they let us stay on and ride it like two or three more times because there was like nobody around but if you go when the line is longer and you have to wait in line there's a playground inside um, so it's, you know, in the air conditioning and it's got like a play area, which some parents have been like frustrated because they're like, no, we're trying to get in line to ride Dumbo. But my kids just want to stay and play on the playground. <laughs> but it's a really like we're going to have to go when we go again in December and let the kids play in there. But like everybody said, it's just like the cutest little play area. And it's just like while you're waiting in line for Dumbo. So even if the, the line says it's going to be long, you don't have to wait outside for it. You get to go inside and your kids get to play around. So don't let like a long line at Dumbo, you know, deter you. Because like Astro Orbiter and um, uh, oh my gosh, Aladdin. I could not think of the word. And the <laughs> Aladdin ride, you have to wait outside for both of those. So if it's like super hot and you want to ride a ride similar to those, head on over to Dumbo. I do love Dumbo. It's a good one. So our next category is snacks, our favorite snacks at Magic Kingdom. You want to go first, Kels? Well, mine is obviously a churro, if you know me. I love churros so much. Anywhere that I can get a churro, I'm going to get a churro. Including Actually, Sam I say Club. that. And we were, I was going to say, we were at Sam Club the other day and the line was a little too long for me. I didn't wait in it to get the churro, but I love churros. They have come out with like, different kinds of churro things over the years and different dips for the churros. I'm not about any of it. I just want a warm, fresh churro, no dip, no seasonings other than just a basic churro. That's a lie. The Disneyland did have that churro ice cream sandwich and I will never forget that in my life. But if we're just talking like regular churros, 
I just love a classic churro. Like, give me, give me literally 10 churros and I will eat all of them and be so happy. And I don't like cinnamon, so I do oh. not like churros at all. But my family does. They love some churros. <laughs> but my favorite, which is also kind of ironic because I don't really like – I don't like ice cream. I like soft serve and I like frozen yogurt. I don't like like a regular ice cream. But my favorite snack, and I told Kelsey I have to, I have to say two for Magic Kingdom because at Storybook Treats in Fantasyland, it's right across from Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. They do seasonal or like specialty – treats there and it changes often so they had one a couple years ago the arendelle aqua cone and it was cotton candy flavored soft serve ice cream which i love cotton candy that is probably my favorite sweet um and so they had that one which i loved then and they currently had a series of the seven dwarfs specialty cones and so they had a different cone for each dwarf and this most recent one which i'm I'm hoping – I'm not getting my hopes up. I would love for it to be there when we go, but I'm not getting my hopes up. But it was um, the Sleepy Cone, and it was blue cotton candy and vanilla ice cream swirl. So I – that sounds right up my alley. I would love to get to try that. I Like I said, I hope it's there, but I'm not getting my hopes up because – I just don't know that it's actually going to be there when we go since they do change them out frequently, but that's okay because my default, my my always favorite is Dole Whip. If you've never had Dole Whip, it is a pineapple soft serve treat. It's not ice cream. It actually doesn't have dairy in it at all, I believe. Like it's completely dairy free. I, I don't know for sure. I might be making that up, but it is my favorite. Um, it's something Kelsey and I, well, not Kelsey, Kelsey was born in Hawaii, so she didn't really grow up there, but I did. I was a kid when we lived there and we would go to the Dole Plantation on Oahu and have Dole Whip right there from the Dole Plantation. So, um, Orlando's a lot closer than Hawaii, so I can get my Dole Whip in Orlando instead of having to go all the way to Hawaii to get it. And I, you can get that at Aloha Isle, which is... <laughs> I think it's in Adventureland. I know it's right there. It's like right at the entrance um, of Adventureland and Magic Kingdom. So I always love to stop by and get me some Dole Whip whenever we are in Magic Kingdom. And you know what? If I like the Storybook Treats one, I'll get it too because you can never have too many snacks at Disney World. We snack all day. Yeah, that's so true. Um, But I feel that way about churros. Like you can never have too many. So like (laughs) I'll get a churro in the morning and then I'll get another churro for a snack. And then after lunch, I'll get another churro. And I mean, I could just get churros all day. I love churros so much that our number one fan, Lauren, got me a pair of churro ears a few years ago. And they represent me perfectly because I just love churros so much. Well, I have a shirt about that talks about churros. I was going to say, you had the, got the it all. girl Disney shirt that yeah. the crossover. Yeah. <laughs> so It says, I, whatever, I'm getting churros because that's just <laughs> that's just how I love them. And it is, I I think churros are, they're kind of at, are they at all the parks? I know they have some at Epcot because I know Staten got there, got some the last time we were there. The only one I don't know is Animal. No, they used to have them at Animal Kingdom in the like Dino Land area, but they have oh. like changed that. So I don't know. Yeah. Hollywood Studios, we got them at, um, oh my gosh. I know we got them. I don't remember exactly where. So yes, well, I've been good. able to get them everywhere, I think. That's because, like, with yeah. Dole Whip, it's not. I mean, they do have it at Animal Kingdom. They have it at Magic Kingdom. And then they have it at Ohana. But other than that, so it's kind of one of those, like, you got to get it while you're there. Like, don't pass it up. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. – it's not Magic Kingdom exclusive, but it's almost Magic Kingdom exclusive. 
But if you are local to where we are, I don't know how many people are listening to this, but probably most people are our friends. (laughs) Um, But there is a place that has Dole Whip locally. It's called Caribbean Flava Ice, and it's on Stan Schluter. And we went there this weekend, and we're, like, looking at the flavors. And the girl goes, and we have Dole Whip. And Ryan goes, you have what? She's like, yeah, we got Dole Whip. And he was like, "Uh, that's what I'm going to have. And you can, like, mix it with cream or something like that you can add toppings he didn't want to do any of that obviously he was like no i just want the dole whip but if you're craving dole whip and you're not going to disney anytime soon you should go there and get it they also have other delicious flavors which i got something different but he he took a bite and he was like if i can't get it from disney this is like the next best thing he he was a fan so he approved so good so so good so our next category is quick service dining. The next two are going to be dining. Um, so Disney, if you've started looking into planning a trip or if you talk to someone, you might have heard these terms, quick service and table service. Table service are going to be your restaurants where you go sit down, you order from a server. Uh, it's more of a restaurant. And then quick service is going to be I say it's like fast food. It's still, I mean, it's still Disney food, but it's more of a a fast food type place where you're going to go up to the counter. It's also sometimes called counter service, which makes a little more sense. But you go up to the counter, you order your food, you get your food, you go seat yourself, you take care of yourself. It's kind of like going to a Chick-fil-A or the table service would be like going to a Chili's. I don't know. Just, you know, a restaurant. So our favorite. Something first, a little nicer than a Chili's. <laughs> I don't know. Like a BJ's brew house. I, I was trying to think of something that like everybody knows what it is. Like, like <laughs> you know, it's a restaurant. You know, when you call a restaurant versus fast food. So table service is going to be like a restaurant. Quick service is going to be like a fast food place where you're not having a server who's, you know, coming and taking your order and taking care of you. You just go to the counter, order your food on your own and sit down. You can also use mobile ordering for um, quick service restaurants, but that's a whole other podcast episode on dining. So my favorite quick service is Pinocchio Village House, which is in Fantasyland behind the castle, um, kind of near Be Our Guest or near um, the Beast Castle. And I love pizza. It's my favorite food, uh, which you can get pizza all over Disney. And I typically eat a lot of pizza while I'm there. But I, for some reason, I don't know. I just like their flatbread pizza so much. And also it's super cool if you go and you eat there, you can sit. um, There's a certain area where you can look down over. It's a small world. So you can see the boats and the ride underneath So it's just kind of a neat place to go and sit. And I just, like I said, I love their pizza. Uh, My family doesn't always want to go there because they're not big pizza lovers like me. And I don't know that they have other options. I've never ordered anything else from there because I love the pizza so much. But that is my go-to. I love Pinocchio Village House at Magic Kingdom. I also love Pinocchio Village House, but we had to pick different things. Um, And I pretty much equally love the one that I chose, which was Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. It's in Tomorrowland. Um, I also love the location of it because I feel like it's kind of like on your way as you're going from like one great area of rides and entertainment to the other. Um, And specifically when we went to the Halloween party in August, we went to Cosmic Ray's and we were exhausted and it was hot and it was just like you know, we just wanted to sit down and enjoy our meal. And they had the cutest show, I guess you could call it. And I have never seen the movie Zombies, but I know that like a lot of 
the younger crowd enjoys that movie. I think it came out when I was like a little bit older. So like, I just never got into it. Yeah, it came out in like 2018, I think. And I didn't have kids yet. So like, there was no reason for me to have like watched it. Although it's Disney. I love anything Disney. But they had like people on stage that were like singing songs and dancing and they were like dressed as zombies. And I was with my sister-in-law and my niece and my daughter and the girls just loved it so much. It was like a dance party. So they like got up and they danced and they've had that before. When we went um, a few years ago, they had like entertainment up there. And so it's a fun atmosphere. It's like a really cute little like circle area. Like everybody, um, it, you know, it's not, it's like a, just the vibe of it is like really cute and fun. It's not just you're there to sit down and eat. Like it's very much like an entertainment space as well. And the food is just like good basic food. Like it's, there's nothing fancy about it. And it's food that you can get at plenty of other places there. But like, I love me some Disney chicken nuggets and French fries. And that's what I go for every single time. And then you get like a fountain Coke and it just tastes so good because you're so tired and hot and it's just you know, it's, you can't just eat at Disney. Like you got to be entertained at least a little bit. And like, they, they do it right there. And I just think it's just the cutest place. They turn it into a dance party during the Christmas party as well. And so that's always been, yeah, a really fun place to go. I, I love cosmic rays as well. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard decision between Pinocchio and cosmic rays because I equally love chicken tenders. And there's just something about those plain Disney fries. Like there's nothing special to them, but they are so good. So I love cosmic rays as well. Everything tastes better at Disney though. For sure. I don't know if you remember this, but when we went in 2002, we were in cosmic rays. I remember this so vividly. And dad saw someone across the room that he hadn't seen in years. He did. I don't like. I want to say he he was he had like known that person from the military from like something random. I don't even know. And he like saw them across the restaurant, or maybe it was somebody we had lived near in Hawaii or something. So it had been a good four or five years. And he like points across and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're like, "Tom." hey man what are you doing here and like that was just like the epitome of like our time there of course we like dad saw somebody that he knew he always sees somebody that he knows like I remember that and so every time I go back like I have a little bit of nostalgia for that and I'm just like of course he saw somebody yeah I'm that doesn't surprise me at all so our next category, uh, like we said, with dining, there's quick service, also sometimes called counter service, and then there's table service, which are your restaurants that are nicer than Chili's, but you get what I'm trying to say. I have not been to mine with kids yet, and I'm so excited for that to happen one day, but mine is Be Our Guest, which I feel like so many people talk about, and it's just the cutest environment there. So if you couldn't tell from the name, it is uh, Beauty and the Beast themed. And so it's Beast's Castle. And so you go in and like from the moment that you walk in, you're just like, this is the cutest place ever. They have like stained glass, um, like the like rose um, with the petals falling like in the window. Everything inside is just so cute. There's like different rooms that have like different vibes. Um, Ordering is pretty simple and straightforward. And the food is, it's definitely elevated. It's better than a Chili's. <laughs> um, but it's definitely like somewhere, somewhere that I would say, you know, it's, it's not going to have like chicken nuggets and French fries kind of vibes for you if that's all that you're interested in. So like definitely check out the menu before you head there. Um, and when we went in, I think 2018, it was, we got to meet the beast and like have a little photo shoot with him, which um, like COVID has since 
taken that away? Did have they brought that back? He's no. back, but he's, he's back, back, but you but can't the beast do photos. Is, I don't know about that, but the beast is only at dinner. Got it. Okay. It only okay. comes out at dinner, but he is back. Okay. And he'll like walk around the room and like say hi to, well, not say hi, but you know what I mean? Like he'll like walk <laughs> around and you can see him like interacting with people. Um, I, I can't remember what I got, but I remember Sean, my brother-in-law getting the ratatouille. And I think I've said this before, but we just thought it was so funny because like, I honestly don't know anybody who eats ratatouille in real life. Like, honestly, I had never heard of it until the movie ratatouille came out. <laughs> But fun fact, it's a dish. It's not the name of the rat. The name of the rat is Remy. Um, And so he got ratatouille at Be Our Guest and we were like making fun of him. And then I tried it and I was like, wait a second, this is delicious. I think maybe I or Ryan got like a steak or something, just like really elevated food, but it's so delicious. And then for dessert, you can get a cupcake that is called the gray stuff. And it's got like cute gray icing on it. And it's so good. It's a really, really good treat and it's just kind of fun to be in the atmosphere and just like be in Beast Castle. And it's super fun for kids. But also like we went as four adults to like a sit down dinner in our, you know, T-shirt and athletic shorts at Disney. And we still had like the time of our lives. So it's definitely an environment that like everybody can get into no matter what vibe you're going for. Well, and I I haven't looked, so I haven't been there actually since it turned into all table service. Um, so before when it had first opened and for a while, breakfast and lunch were quick service and dinner was table service. So I've eaten there for lunch multiple times. It was it was probably our favorite quick service lunch when it was there. Um, just It was just to get to go in there and it's a quick service was amazing. Um, I, I do, and I'll share mine in a second, but I almost like be our guest as an experience is really cool. I mean, I'll, when I tell you mine, obviously it's equally as cool, but because most of Beauty and the Beast takes place inside the castle, then when you go to be our guest, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the ballroom. And then they have the room with the rose and the, like you can see, you know, the rose and it's super dark in that room. And it just, it's like you're in the movie. So it's a super cool setting. I will say, and this is kind of just always a tip of mine. If you want to go to a restaurant for the experience, but you're unsure of the food on the menu, go breakfast because most of the time breakfast is going to be, they may have some, you know, some other things, some unique dishes, but it's pretty much, you're going to get, you're going to be able to find Mickey waffles, eggs, bacon, just kind of your traditional American breakfast. So if you're like, we really want to go to be our guests, but we don't like what's on the menu at dinner, consider going at breakfast because I think it'll be more of, you know, something easier for everybody to find something. I'll also throw in there, and this is going to apply to mine too, Sometimes I think Disney tries to make their meals sound fancier than they really are. And it's almost like, I feel like it's like, you have to like read it twice to think, you know, it'll have some fancy name and some fancy description that you're like, oh wait, that's like fried chicken and macaroni. That sounds amazing. So sometimes people will read the menus and say, I don't know. I don't know that my kids would eat that. I don't know that my family would eat that. It sounds like it, you know, is a little too out there for us. Uh, but that, I, I would say that's just kind of a Disney thing. They they kind of do that with their dishes. I think that's to make them sound unique and original at different restaurants. But really when it comes down to it, it's most likely something uh, super common or something that you guys would like. You can also look online for pictures or descriptions just to make sure that it's something that your, you know, your family would like. So with that, my favorite table service is Cinderella's Royal Table. 
This is the restaurant inside the castle. It is pretty much the only way you can actually go inside the castle. And when you are eating, it is upstairs. So you are behind the windows and you can see out over Main Street. It is just the coolest experience when you're waiting. They have kind of a whole, almost a queue like a ride, but you wait. And then when you're called, you get to go meet Cinderella and then you get to go upstairs. The princesses are back and they come out and they come around to the tables, a bunch of different princesses. Again, uh, this one I've eaten there for breakfast because I did look at the menu and I was like, I don't know that I want to pay that much money for the dinner foods. I don't know. It's necessarily something that we would all love. Plus, we usually go to Ohana on our Magic Kingdom day. Um, But I love Cinderella's Royal Table for breakfast. When we went... We went when, um, with my in-laws. There was a group of 10 of us, and we went, and I think everybody found something really good off of the menu, um, and it was just such a fun way to start our Magic Kingdom day. So, um, And then, of course, when we went in August, I told Kelsey that we should go eat there because Mila would love it, and Kelsey said no, and then we got to Magic Kingdom, and Mila said, I want to go in the castle, and I was like, yeah, I told you we should have eaten there so we could go in the castle. So even if you think, I don't know, the my kids will care about the food. Yeah, they will, especially if you have a little girl that's princess obsessed. You can go in the castle and you get to, you know, go in and you get to sit down in the windows. And it's just, it's decorated like obviously like the inside of a castle. So it's just, it's just, just a really good experience. And I would say it's definitely something you should do once in your Disney lifetime um, to, to get to experience it, get to see it. Whatever. Okay. We'll go there in December. I still stand by the fact that she would have been fine if we had been able to walk through the castle, but even that was closed. I think she would have still been satisfied. She doesn't know that there's a restaurant She might have been satisfied walking through, but she would have been, like, she would have died if she got to eat there. Like, it's just so elevated. Like, it's just such a cool experience. She would have been, yeah, I mean, it would have been, she would have been talking about it. She'll be excited when we go in December. She'll yeah, but fine. yeah, and but then you are you're kind of gonna ruin her because then it, you're gonna have to go like every time. Well, yeah, to. I mean Jordan will only be like a year and a half, so the next time we go, Jordan will be older and like yeah. be able to understand. So we'll for sure have to, have to go to then. Go. Yeah, true. because she'll she'll be able to like understand and appreciate it more. So I'm sure we'll yeah. probably start going every time we go. Yeah, of course. <laughs> just just put it in your budget. So our next category is our favorite photo op in Magic Kingdom. Now, obviously, there's going to be little stuff throughout the entire park that you can stop and take pictures by. And depending on what are your favorite rides and your favorite characters, this may change. Also, um, I always sell people on Memory Maker because it's my favorite souvenir and it's the best way to get mom in the pictures, too. Um, And you'll get some good family pictures. They typically have have memory well they're called photo pass photographers at all of the good places so anywhere you see a photo pass photographer it's most likely going to be like one of the really good photo ops um but me personally my favorite photo op and there is a photo pass photographer at, at these spots but i like at the end of main street well i guess it would be at the beginning of main street when you're walking in so when you're when you're right there at main street they have actually photo pass photographers throughout main street um as you get closer to the castle so you can take your pick of where you really want to be i think any of those are super cool um especially and i i will say this is probably because christmas is my favorite time to go and main street just looks so beautiful during christmas 
time um, with the, you know, all the decorations and then the castles in the background. And if you turn around and take the picture with the castle behind you, there's a really big Christmas tree at the end of Main Street. So I love getting those pictures anywhere along Main Street. It is going to be a little more crowded. You're going to have people behind you. But if you, your, your photo pass photographer typically will get a picture of you with kind of a cleared out space. So there will be, you know, a space with not as many people around you or go early and do your pictures early when the park first opens and there are less crowds. Um, so you can get it kind of without quite as many people, but either way, I just, I love it. I love having all of main street. It's just such an iconic place within the park. And of course, then you have the castle at the end. So, um, it's just a great, great photo. And I feel like any photo op you have at Magic Kingdom has to include the castle. So I'm just going to give a different perspective. Um, I really like all of the side views that you can get of the castle because everybody wants to stand right in front of the castle and get a photo like directly in the middle. But that's where everybody else wants to stand. And so if you don't want other people in your photos or maybe like it's tough to get your family to get together for a picture and it's just like there's so much going on in the middle. Maybe there's a parade, whatever it is. I like going on the side, specifically if you're looking at the castle walking to the right, there's like a bridge that heads over to Cosmic Rays that I just talked about, that kind of area. Um, and there have been some photo pass spots over there that I have taken photos, specifically like on the bridge, or then there's like a little um, sidewalk kind of thing between that area and the backside of the castle as you're heading up toward um, like Mickey's Filler Magic area. Um, and there's like a little alcove, I guess you could say, up there as well that I've seen people taking pictures with PhotoPass or on your own. Um, and I just think it's like a super cute view. There's water right there. There's like a little bridge. You get the side view of the castle, but it's not any less amazing than if you were head on or in the back or something like that. So it's like all the perfect elements of getting a castle photo, but there's not a ton of people. And even if there are people, like it's, there's nobody behind you because you just stand right up against the bridge and like behind you is just like the water and then the castle. Like you really don't get anybody in your shots if you don't want them there. And a lot of people, if you see like people on Instagram or TikTok talking about like really great spots to take photos, like that's going to be one of the ones that people talk about because it's so great that you can basically just look like you're the only person there, which is the goal. So that is one of my favorites. I'm sure I have plenty of photos that we can share um, from all of these places that we're talking about as well, because we have taken those photos there because we love them. And, and, you know, we, every time we're like, no, I have to get a picture in this one spot because I really like that spot. Um, and again, any picture that involves the castle at Magic Kingdom is going to be our top favorite anyway, because like, you can't not take a photo with the castle, duh, especially for Zara. She loves the castle. I love it. That's one of the main reasons to go to Magic Kingdom. And I, while I say, you know, my favorite is the end of Main Street, like Kelsey said, anything with the castle in it. And there's actually, I think everybody typically goes for that front on castle picture, but that is going to be really hard to get a good one with a lot of people there. So like you were mentioning um, from the side, there's also, we have that picture of the girls um, at the Halloween party and they're like standing on that little ledge that's kind of in the plaza like viewing area, but it's like back and kind of at an angle. That was great because I don't know if it was just how far away we were or just the, the right spot to where you got, we got a great picture with the castle in the background, but not necessarily all of the people. So um, you just definitely have to kind of, there's a whole 
I don't want to say courtyard, but just a whole area like around the castle. And it's kind of, if you can see the castle, stop and see if it's a good picture opportunity, especially if you're just not right up there in the front in the middle, because that's where everybody's just going to go there. So you can definitely find some good spots to get the castle behind you and to get to some more unique shot than that straight front on. Uh, so the next category is favorite characters to meet at Magic Kingdom. There are so many characters that you can meet at Magic Kingdom. Um, you can meet Mickey. You can meet Tinkerbell. You can meet princesses. You can meet all different characters. You can see all of the characters available to me in the My Disney Experience app. But Kelsey, do you want to go with yours first? Yes, I will. Um, and mine is not necessarily because this character is my favorite but just because like where you can meet this character is also fun which obviously that's what disney does best is like everything is an experience you know some character meets are literally just walk in meet the character that's it um but this one specifically that i'm going to mention enchanted tales with bell is i guess you could call it an entertainment attraction i don't know what you want to call it um it's like a show but it, it's like, I feel like it's really hard to explain, um, but it closed down for a little bit during COVID. And so like not a lot of people were getting to experience it, but we got to go when we went um, on our girls trip in 2018. I had a friend who worked in Enchanted Tales with Belle, Lauren, not the Lauren, that's our number one fan, but a different Lauren. Um, she was a cast member and that's where she was working at the time. And so we went in and I honestly had like never even heard of Enchanted Tales with Belle. It's right next to Be Our Guest and Beast Castle. Um, but like I just, you know, without kids, I just felt like why well, I don't know. I don't even know what this is. What do we do? So you go in and you get to like basically be a part of like the retelling of Beauty and the Beast love story. And so you have um, like, oh my gosh, I don't remember all of the characters names, but like the wardrobe, she's there. And um she is like telling the story and she like chooses kids from the crowd to like help her. And then all of a sudden, like the, the wall opens up and you're magically transported to the castle. And then you go and sit down in like seats and they come out and they're like telling you their story. And then like Belle makes a surprise uh, appearance. Gosh, I could not think of the word. And there's like, I mean, maybe like 30 people in the room. It's a very like small quaint experience. And then you get to like talk to Belle and meet her and like you get to hear her talking and like telling her story and talking about, uh, you know, like all of their experiences. And it's just like a really cool experience that I feel like you don't get with any other character, really. Like there's no other time where you get to just be in the room with the character while they're like interacting and like telling their story. It's just like a really cute vibe. And again, it's not because like I love Belle that much. I just think it's like a really fun experience, especially if you have kids that love Belle because you get to it's like retell the story and experience the story that everybody loves, but like she's there too. So it makes it like extra cool. I do like that one. And I think, like you said, it just is a little, it's not so much wait in line, go up, take a picture and leave. There's more, it, there's more to it and it's more interactive and it kind of just feels like you're hanging out with Belle. So it's definitely a cool experience to not miss. My favorite character to me, and I think we've talked about this already on here, is Ariel in her grotto. This is just opening back up. It's been closed since COVID, and she's just coming back to Magic Kingdom. This is the only place that you can meet Ariel as a mermaid. So she is in mermaid form in her grotto, 
and it's just beautiful. So if you have a little one or any, a kid, or if you yourself love mermaids and or Ariel, this one is so worth going to because it really is the most beautiful character meet and greet that you will do. It's just her, her whole like mermaid tail is so pretty and it's just, I, I love it. Like it's Ariel in mermaid form. So it's definitely one that you can't miss. It's actually back behind, um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train next to The Little Mermaid. Um, I think it's called Under the Sea, where you ride through the story of The Little Mermaid. It's back in that area. So definitely worth hitting up. Uh, like I said, if you have a, if you have anyone in your group that loves Ariel and or loves mermaids, even if you don't. Like my boys, they're not they're not super mermaid fans or super Ariel fans. They would go and they would meet her uh, just because it's just such a cool experience. And it's so pretty. The prettiest meet and greet that you will do. Guaranteed. All right. So the next category is our favorite land. And there are so many to choose from. And honestly, Sarah took the one that I was going to choose, but I figured she would do that. So this is not necessarily my top favorite, but I will explain to you why I love it so much. So I chose Adventureland, and there's a couple reasons why I like it so much. Um, number one, it has the Enchanted Tiki Room. It also has Dole Whip over in that area. And so, like, even when we go in that area, every time Ryan wants to grab a Dole Whip. So, like, we have to go to that area even if we're not going to ride any rides or do anything like that. Um, it also has like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. It has Jungle Cruise. It also has Swiss Family Robinson, which I feel like a lot of people like just kind of walk past. Um, but if you don't know anything about like the story, it's like the treehouse that they live in. And so it's kind of just like a obstacle course maze kind of thing. Like you go through the treehouse. It's definitely not for anybody who um, like physically cannot move through something like that because you are like walking upstairs and um, there's like a lot of walking involved, a lot of like climbing kind of, um, but it's a super fun experience. And I feel like a lot of people just like pass right over it and don't pay attention to it. And then also the magic carpets of Aladdin, which is, like I said, very similar to Dumbo, um, but it is in a more like crowded area. And so when you're going up and down and like flying, you get to see more things, I feel like, than if you were riding Dumbo. And also the camels that they have spit water at you, which I think is just hilarious. And the amount of people who don't know that it's coming and then get so angry is honestly comical. And I just make fun of them because I'm like, you're at Disney World. Like nobody can be mad at Disney World, but like I've seen people get thoroughly ticked off because they got wet by the camel spitting water at them. And I'm like, man, imagine your problems if that's what is ruining your day right now because you got water on you. Definitely don't ride Splash Mountain or now Tiana's Bayou Adventure because that would make you even more mad. To um, be fair, so yeah, I, I hate, I love I that hate a water ride. So I can kind of- It's not a water ride though. Okay? <laughs> I know, I know. But there's no warning. It does but get yeah, you pretty it's wet. That like, bad. It, it's it's yeah. depending on where you are and when the camel spits at you. Like you can get like, but it's like a stream of water down your yeah, shirt. And like, bad. that's it. Like I got, I got water on my sunglasses and had to wipe them off. That was it. Like it was fine. <laughs> I do. I love Adventureland, especially because of the Dole Whip. And it just got, has a lot of Jungle Cruise is fun. Aladdin is fun. Pirates is fun. It's a good area. Um, so my favorite area though, or my favorite land is Fantasyland. Now this is the area behind the castle. Um, it's where Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is. It's where Storybook Treats is. It's where Be Our Guest is. Ariel in her grotto, all of the things. And it just is, it's fantasy land. It's princess. It's magical. Um, it's just one of my favorite areas for sure. 
I love all of the lands, but yes, fantasy land is my most favorite. So our final, oh yeah, I was like, wait, that's not, yeah, <laughs> I thought we missed one, but our final category is entertainment. And I think we kind of included in this that some entertainment rides as well. Like there's some, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call them even shows, but there's just some things that you can sit down um, and see. So we included that in this as well. Um, my favorite, I should have, my husband's favorite is the Hall of Presidents. Don't pass on the Hall of Presidents, <laughs> people. Okay. It's actually pretty cool. This is not my it pick. Is. I'm just throwing this out there. It's actually pretty cool, but it's very comfy seats and it's in like an air-conditioned auditorium. And so he'll say the best nap at Disney is Hall of Presidents. <laughs> he loves when he's it's tired. True. He's like, let's can we go to Hall of Presidents? So it's a nice little cooling break. It's a nice way to relax. And it is actually pretty cool. I mean, I feel like the kids are usually entertained by it uh, just because of the history of it and stuff. And it's cool. Anyways, that's yeah. not my pick. I just thought that was funny and it made me think of it. So my pick for favorite entertainment is the fireworks. But you know what? I messed up. That's not really my favorite. What is it? I'm gonna leave it in because I love I love the fireworks. Yeah. And we're not, we aren't super big fireworks people. We actually don't stay for the fireworks at any of the other parks. But I love and happily ever after is coming back um, in April. So I love the fireworks. I love a fireworks dessert party. Um, the desserts are they're fine. Like it's not they don't have Dole Whip and churros, which we've always joked like we'd rather just go get those and then go to the yes. seating area for the dessert party. But you get to go to the special Plaza View um, Plaza Garden viewing area, and you don't have to fight the crowds and you don't have to take a lot of time to hold your spot because it is just insane the crowds and just that whole area during fireworks, but I love the fireworks. Um, happily ever after we listen to the song in our car all the time and we sing along with it. And it's just, it is my personal and it's not superstition. Just my, I don't know. My personal belief is that you have to spend your last night at Disney watching the fireworks at magic kingdom. So whatever you have to do to pl- to, for your trip, you plan it to where your last night there, you are watching the fireworks. It's the best way to end your trip. It's the most magical. I love it. But I'm going to go ahead and switch mine to the Festival of Fantasy Parade because that is one. my most favorite parade. Uh, you can see all of the characters, like all the good characters are in it. Um, so many princesses, all the floats from different movies. There's just so much. It's so cool. I love the song. We also listen to that song in our car all the time. Um, and so it's just, if you don't want to spend the time to go and meet and greet all of the characters, I think the Festival of Fantasy Parade is a great way to see them all because you you can see them all in the floats, but you don't have to stand in line for every single one to meet them. My favorite place to watch the parade from is um, Town Square. So it's going to be the when you first enter the park, there's this kind of like loop around, I don't know, the area where typically is the Christmas tree at Christmas time, but there's a loop down there. I like to be down there. It's a little less crowded um, and you're towards like the end of the parade route. Uh, we, I think, I feel like the last time we were there that we did that, we were like going to leave to go back and rest or something. So that was a great spot because that's another once, once parades end, the crowds are insane if you're in the more populated areas, but that area was perfect. Like we watched the parade and then we left from that spot. Um, I just like being out in that area. It's definitely less crowded. People go towards Magic Kingdom or Magic Kingdom. People go towards Main Street. <laughs> they go towards the castle or they go over to Frontierland where it starts. So that's a great spot to go with those lower crowds. But yeah, I I was going to say fireworks. I love the fireworks, but Festival Fantasy Parade is definitely my favorite entertainment. 
And I chose something that is indoors because I don't want to sit outside in the heat, depending on when it is. I mean, I love the fireworks and the parade, obviously, but something I'd never done before until we went in August was Mickey's Fill Our Magic, which I feel like I'd always heard about it and I never knew really exactly what it was. And so finally we were like, okay, we have to go try it out. It is the cutest thing. It is a 12-minute 3D I don't even want to call it like a movie or a show because it's so much more than that. And I don't want to give away like what it's about or what it entails, but just know that it's a lot of music. It's a really cool like video. Like it's very entertaining. Your kids will love it. It is very loud and they do have to wear like 3D glasses. So keep that in mind. If your kid is like tired, this is not the place to go to get them to like take a nap on you or something. That's Hall of Presidents. Um, <laughs> exactly. There you go. Hall of Presidents. Um, but this is definitely a great spot if you're like getting tired and you want to sit down, um, but you still want them to be entertained and they still have a ton of energy, which is I feel like what we did when we went. They did not love the glasses. They did not care that you had to wear them in order to fully experience the 3D vibe of it all. Um, they were like, I don't care. I don't want to wear them. I think like off and on, they kept putting them back on and off. But like, we were like, okay, whatever. I guess you just won't experience it like we will. But we kept them on as adults. And it was just the cutest thing. I just love the show so much. I It's definitely something I'm going to go back and do again every time that I go. Um, and it's like, it just a, like a theater. Like it's not anything crazy or fancy. Like you just walk in, you sit down a lot, like, a lot of the other shows that they have. Um, and it's just like a really good show. It's a very entertaining for all ages. Like anybody would love it. I know that like a baby would have a ton of fun in there and like all the adults still love it too. And we had not ever gone to it. It was one of those that I was always like, meh, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know that we'd be into it. And then it changed. And I, so I never did it before. Mm. I don't know what it was, but then it changed. And I forget, I think we were, it was when we went in 2019 at Christmas maybe. And we were with the Coxes. I think that's when we went to it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. No, maybe somebody told me to go. And so we went and I was like, this is so cool. It's so worth going to, especially if you have been a good Disney parent and your kids know the classics because it is like, <laughs> you know, it's a song, like there's songs from the Lion King and Little Mermaid and just all those classics. So it's going to be if your kids know the classics, they're going to know the songs and it's going to be songs they can sing every word to. So yeah, it's, I think I told you, I was like, no, you have to go. Like, it's yeah. so cool. Like they would love it. It's just, it's really neat. And I don't, I honestly, I think what I thought it was before was like Mickey with like the symphony type stuff, which it still kind of starts that way. And that's kind of the storyline, but it's just those, those classic songs that, like I said, if you've seen the classics and if you are a Disney family, then your family is going to know all the songs and they're going to love it. So I, I agree. I think when we were talking about it, we both said that that was we were going to say that one. So it's it's a good one. Obviously, though, yeah. I mean, we love everything. So it's really hard to pick these favorites for each one. But there's so much to do. We've said this so many times. You're never going to do it all. Every time you go, you can try something different. So maybe today we mentioned something that you've never done before that you want to put on the list for your next trip. Or maybe we've just given you kind of some highlights of things to make a priority because, again, you're not going to do it all, but it's good to know kind of what you have in mind, what you want to do. So hopefully this helps if you are planning a trip to Disney or specifically Magic Kingdom uh, coming up soon. You kind of now know our favorites. And if it's something you've never tried before, maybe this has piqued your interest to try it. So hopefully 
you learned something today. Um, we'd love to hear what your favorites are if we didn't mention them, because like we've said, we've been a bajillion times, but there are still things that we have never done uh, at, in the parks. So we'd love to hear what your favorites are too. We can put them on our list for next time. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Happy Travel Podcast and Instagram at Happy Travel Pod. We share new episodes every Wednesday. Reach out with questions or feedback at hello at happytravelpod.com and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been the Happy Travel Podcast with Sarah and Kelsey. 